Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, Barchester. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Stokes misspoke. Yes, Florida Gator, four-star quarterback, what, 13th best quarterback in the country? Depending on what recruiting service you use, he's top 15 guy, drops the end bomb And he does it recording social media or rapping along to a song. Gators, take away his scholarship, potential scholarship. Is this the right call? And there's a lesson here for everyone involved. There's a double standard, and there should be. So we're going to look at that. Also, the lane train. It looks like Lane Kiffin is headed to Auburn. And I was sitting here thinking, well, why doesn't Ole Miss just extend him? Why doesn't Ole Miss throw the world at him? They can't. Why Ole Miss, it's going to be impossible for Ole Miss to ever keep a coach long-term. We're going to tell you why. And it's, it's, not, it's not a money thing. It really isn't. It's not a money thing. A little bit, but not really. So we're going to dive into that as well. Also, Heisman hype train. Uh-huh. I think it's down to two guys. I do. I think it's down to two guys right now. And depending on what's going on with Blake Corum, even if he does come back and Michigan does win, how many carries does that dude have in the tank against Ohio State and then in the Big Ten championship game? If he's used, he's not that 20 carry, 180 yard type of guy, at least in those games with that knee, probably going to be done for the year. So we're, if he's not done for the year, he's not just going to be nearly as effective. So I think there's two guys and one guy on the outside looking in. If he can catch a couple breaks, could win it. Harpon Sports, the bar, podcast media, audio, radio network, at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports Auditory Route, the bar, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports YouTube channel, of course, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page, and HarponSports.com. Okay, Marcus Stokes, he's a top 15 quarterback. Uh, the Gators have a top 10 quarterback coming in as well. So when you take a step back and look at this, Billy Napier is much, he lose to Vanderbilt. Yes, it's ugly. But Billy Napier, Florida has two of the top 15 quarterbacks in the nation coming in. Well, at least they did because Marcus Stokes is now gone. Um, Jane Rashada still committed to Florida. He's a top five quarterback. So I, this is one of these things you'd like to have both. I don't know if Stokes would have stayed around long term, but now that's neither here nor there. Why? Dude recording social media. Gosh, and to the agent. Even under the age of 25, even adults on social media, it's a tough place, man. High risk, minimal reward. High risk, minimal reward. Especially if you're the under, under the age of 22, 23. It's, it's, it's a tough place to be. And he dropped the N-bomb. He was singing along to rap lyrics. Oh, he's just singing along to rap lyrics. You're right. So much for freedom of speech. It's not a freedom of speech issue. Again, I can't go drop F-bombs on my boss. You're not allowed to do whatever you want. People confuse freedom of speech with doing whatever you want. No, it's not. saying whatever I want. Freedom of speech. I can do whatever I want. Not true. Not true. Can't lie. You can't make stuff up. In this case, you can't. As a, as a Caucasian male, you cannot use that word. You can't. And this is where you get into the double standard. And it's okay to have a double standard. Double standards exist everywhere. They exist all over the place. Well, Hokum, this is my favorite thing. And you look at the stories and reactions to it on social media. Rappers can do it. Yeah, he's not a rapper. He's a football player. Pilots can sit in the cockpit. You and I can't. 
firemen go into buildings. Police officers can walk around with guns. I guess some people walk around with guns. Police officers can pull people over. I can't. So it's like, well, rappers do it. Well, police officers pull people over. You can't. I can't. Just because somebody else does it doesn't mean you can do it, A. And B, it's like, well, African-Americans, black people do it. Why can't, why, white people should be able to do it too. No. There are double standards everywhere, right? Think about this. Women can hit men. Men can't hit women. There's certain chivalrous things that take place, correct? Holding the door open. If you're a dude and you demand that your wife or girlfriend hold the door open for you, you can't. Come on, there's things that, there's a double standard all over the place when it comes to things. You walk next to the side of the road on the sidewalk, hold your umbrella over your lady. If you have a sport coat, you give it to her if she's cold. You don't look at your lady and go, give me your coat. You don't do that. So there's double standards everywhere. You're expected to do things in certain circumstances. This is one of these things. Could you, the plight of this, the thought process of this, if you are on the side of, I should be able to drop the end bomb. Think about that's the hill that you're going to die on. That's where you're going to set up shop. That's your bunker hill. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And look, there's other places. Like I can go up and down the ladder where double standards exist all over the place. They do. First class passengers get on before regular passengers. Why? Because they spent more money. Well, it's well, rich benefits rich or the wealthier, the people that spent more money. It happens. I'll give you another double standard. No, it's not fair. It's not fair. People with disabilities get to move to the front of the line. It rides at amusement parks. People with disabilities get to park up close. Well, it's not fair that they get to. And I don't think about that one. Well, that's, that's an reason. Yeah, there's reasons. D double standards reasons are all up and down the ledger. I can come up with a million of them. They exist. Think about kids throwing temper tantrums in public, adults throwing temper tantrums in public. Here's a great double standard. Little girls, little kids, little babies walking around with their shirts off. Walking around naked, naked babies. Adults can't do it. Double standard, right? Oh, how come that baby can walk around naked and I can't? Correct? It exists. They're all over the place. And look, there's also other stand double standards. I'll give you a couple more. I, I got a million of these. Right? Women, it's natural for them to breastfeed. It is. It's natural for them to breastfeed. It's like it's natural. Sure. You do it in a restaurant? Go for it. Knock yourself out. Weirdos are going to stare at you, but I mean, I, I get it. But here's the double standard. That's natural. So is defecating and urinating. Doesn't mean I can go out in the Olive Garden and pinch a loaf in the parking lot. That worked that way. So in this case, Marcus Stokes, I get it. He misspoke. He's gone. I don't, I don't fault the University of Florida and Billy Napier for taking away his scholarship. I don't. Now, will somebody give him a second chance? Yeah, he'll land somewhere. The best thing for Marcus Stokes would be to go to a place with an African-American head coach. That's the, his best option. Right? There's a double standard. Yeah. So that's racial stereotyping. Yep. Not really. If he goes to a place with an African-American coach, that'll show the coach is accepted symbolic. If he goes to a place with a white Southern coach, it's going to be a little bit different. Optics matter. And in this case, Stokes gets a second shot. Think of places where there's African-American head coaches. I don't know if he fits into what Marcus Freeman wants to do at Notre Dame. Notre Dame will clutch their pearls. If he ends up there, Dino Babers at Syracuse, there's a place that I think would be a good fit. Dave Aranda at Baylor. There's different places that he could end up and it's okay. 
I mean, really, when you get right down to it, you go join Willie Taggart at FAU right now if Willie would want him. So I think the best thing for Marcus Stokes is to end up at a place with an African-American head coach. You can learn, grow, mentor. It's about helping these kids at the end of the day, not just crushing them, right? But I understand why Billy Napier bids adieu. Makes sense. So, and also Florida, you got another, you got a top 10 quarterback and Jaden Rashada coming in and uh, you're going to find somebody else probably in the transfer portal or use this. And people said, well, I, I've seen these things. Well, Florida just did this to get rid of him. No, Florida didn't do this just to get rid of him. Nobody wants fewer quarterbacks. Let's have fewer quarterbacks around. No. Jaden Rashada goes out and gets hurt in spring. Now you're hosed. That's ridiculous. So, uh, nope. So there we are on that front. Shifting gears. And you know, we're staying college football for all three of these. The Heisman hot list. I don't think I've ever seen a Heisman race with this many question marks in years. There was the one year, if I can go back, what Mark Ingram, um, and Damakung Su, Tim Tebow. God, I'm trying to remember if Sam Bradford was a part of that one or not. I don't think he was. We've had Heisman Trophy deuses that have been like, wow, there's four or five guys that can win this. 20 years ago, when you had Willis McGahee, Ken Dorsey, was Reggie Bush a part of that? Matt Leinert. It's like, wow. Wow, there's four guys, two teams. But Jason White, I think there's one that's like, wow, that's... Well, this year... So many different guys, but how many are we going to get down to? I think it's a two-man race. I do. I, I wrote this down, too. I, I thought that Blake Corum had a shot. That dude had 100 yards rushing and a touchdown at halftime, but he gets hurt, or heading into halftime, and he gets hurt. Against Illinois, he probably had a buck 70 and two or three touchdowns, which would have put him right in the thick of things. But if he's 70% against Ohio State, he's not going to be able to do much. He's not. So I, I think Blake Corum on the outside looking in now, just because... With that knee injury, even if even if he's 70%, he's not going to get the 350 yards over the next two weeks and five or six touchdowns that a running back's going to need to move up that ladder. So I think it's between two guys and one guy on the outside looking in. The guy on the outside looking in, to me, well, you can point to like Stetson Bennett at Georgia, but I, but I do. I think it's Max Duggan at TCU. I think it is. You got 26 touchdowns, three picks, 2,800 yards passing. He only has... About a hundred fewer yards passing than CJ Stroud. Where does this come into play? TCU plays in the Big 12 championship. If Michigan beats Ohio State and CJ Stroud has an okay game, then Max Duggan's going to get another game in the Big 12 championship. I think this is where conference championships mean the performance on conference championship weekend is probably going to win somebody the Heisman. So I think Max Duggan on the outside looking in, he should get invited. And, you know, he ends up with 33, 34. He's got 26 touchdowns. He ends up with like 33 touchdowns, throws for 34, 3,500 yards. He's going to be right there. Going to be right there. He should light up Texas Tech this weekend, right? Is that who they play? And then get another shot at Kansas State. So Max Duggan, I'd have right now third. Too bad what happened to Hendon Hooker. It's awful. Look, these. it's crushing. He's right there. Right there. But he's out of it now. Probably won't even get invited. That's too bad. It's too bad because he was one of the top two or three quarterbacks in college football for 11 weeks. But conference championship weekend and then or rivalry weekend, conference championship is going to knock him off the dais. Uh, I think it's C.J. Stroud still to lose. He's got 2,900 yards. He's on the cusp of 3,000 yards passing. He's got 35 touchdowns and four picks. I think with the the stage, the stage against Michigan, and then in the Big Ten Championship, he's going to run. He's going to go wild. 
He's at home, and then he's going to get Purdue or Iowa. And Iowa does play great defense, but they can't. No. So I still think it's C.J. Stroud's to lose. But the guy that's sitting there right there that, that can take it from him is Caleb Williams. I think C.J. Stroud or Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. Caleb Williams come on like gangbusters. I was looking at his numbers. He's got 3,400 yards passing, 33 touchdowns and three picks. But the sneaky thing about Caleb, Caleb Williams, he's got 316 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. So here's what's interesting. He's got oh, 500 yards more, 500 more passing yards than C.J. Stroud. He's got fewer touchdown passes, two. He's got one fewer pick, but he also has seven rushing touchdowns, 316 yards rushing. If somehow along the way here, Caleb Williams can get three more rushing touchdowns in the next two weeks. He's going to get Notre Dame, and he's going to get the S or the Pac-12 championship. He's going to have the Pac-12 championship to himself on a Friday night. So if he can beat Notre Dame, or he doesn't even have to beat Notre Dame, if he has 350 yards passing three or four touchdowns, rushes for one or two, if this dude, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get there. If he can get to 40 touchdowns and through the air and 10 on the ground, over. Forget it. Forget it. And Notre Dame has a good defense. This is going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting, that matchup. I can't wait to go. We're in my Irish shirt. I, right now, I think the USC probably beats them. But feeling this, to me, I'd go Stroud. I'd go Williams. Right now, I've got Blake Corum circled out here on the outside looking in. But if he doesn't get to go against Ohio State, I think Max Duggan moves up. And if somehow Michigan can beat Ohio State and Corum doesn't do much, then I think it's a Caleb Williams coronation in the Pac-12 championship game. But that's where we are right now with the Heisman. You know, I, I look at like guys like Stetson Bennett and you know, Bryce. You're just not going to, you got to get in the conference championship game. You do. Nobody else really has those guys, the, 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 at least on this stage. So that's where we are. One to wrap with this. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. It looks like he's Auburn's guy. I did not know this. I was sitting here looking at Lane's deal. It's like he's got three years left after this year. It's like, why don't they why don't they give him more? What's going on here? I did not realize that the state of Mississippi, coaches can't sign contracts longer than four years. If you're a state employee in Mississippi, your contract cannot be longer than four years. Well, this is impossible then to keep coaches long term. How on earth are you going to keep keep a coach long term when you guys got like Kirby Smart's getting nine, 10 years, 10 year deals, Jimbo Fisher getting 10 year deals. Lane Kiffin sitting there with a four-year deal. It's not a bad four-year deal. What is it? Four years, about $30 million going into this year. Lane Kiffin basically had a four-year $30 million deal. He's got three years, $22.5 million roughly left on it. And they apparently have a new deal for him. Okay, let's say they pay him eight and a half over four. Okay, well, now he's making what? 34 over four? Auburn just got to come along and go, okay, we'll make yours over six. The state of Mississippi is going to cost Ole Miss Lane Kiffin. Now, there's so much more NIL money at Auburn than at Ole Miss. And if you look around, you're like, wait a second here. I get to go into Alabama. Nick Saban's over the age of 70. He's not going to be around forever. You know, I've done a nice job at Ole Miss here. Went to a major bowl game last year. Had a chance. Had a chance to really close it out strong. Things are starting to fade a little bit. Just got drilled against Arkansas, if I'm Lane Kiffin looking around, I'm going, you know what? Can I really do any more than I've done here? Maybe. But to compete against the Auburns and the LSUs, or the Alabamas, it, the Texases, the A&Ms, I just don't have the resources at Ole Miss to do it. I don't. 
and you only can pay me over four years. So I, I look at this. He's got three years, 22 and a half million left. Auburn comes along. If I'm Auburn, okay. He, they're, they're offering you what? Okay, three years, 22 and a half. They're, they're going to tear that contract up and they're going to go four years, 32 million for you. Okay. Four years, 32 million. We'll go 648. So this is done. This is over, 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 over. The fact that the state of Mississippi can't pay him more or can't give him more than a four-year deal. They could pay him $9 million over four years. If you're Auburn, you come along and go, okay, we, we can't pay you that much. We'll pay you eight and a half a year, but we'll do it for six years, seven years. And Lane Kippen is, is proven himself at Ole Miss. Yes. Over the course of the last three years. Done a nice job there. Imagine what he would do with the resources and money at Auburn and then the Saban thing. Be a great final two or three years of Saban going up against them. But if you're Auburn, it's kind of the smart move here. It is. So I look for that to get done. And if you're Ole Miss, Dan Mullen. I mean, right? If you're Ole Miss, Dan Mullen, right? Quarterback guru. Say you took Mississippi State to a major bowl game. I know it's been eight, nine years, but if Florida went to three straight major bowl games in a row, New Year's Six games, had a bad year, things fell apart on him. I get it. But Dan Mullen knows the state of Mississippi. He was there for a decade. That'd be two strange cats, right? Dan Mullen and Mike Leach. If you're Dan Mullen, look, you want to get back into coaching, here you go. But again, just like anything else, the problem's going to be they can offer him a four-year, what, $28 million deal? Four-year, $30 million deal? If you're Dan Mullen, you're looking around going, if you want to get back into it, Ole Miss, Dan Mullen, tied at the hip. Or, you know, the, the guy that you really, really is going to be interesting with Ole Miss is going to end up being Deion Sanders. If Lane Kiffin leaves, Deion Sanders, right? Isn't that the fit? Deion won it? I don't know. I mean, look, there's Dan Mullen and Deion Sanders are two opposite sides of the spectrum. But what's going to hurt you in both instances is you only go four years. So Lane Train... To the Plains, Lane to the Plains, Mullen back to Mississippi. I don't know. But boy, oh boy, Deion Sanders. Uh, those are my two calls. If I'm all miss, my two calls. Dan Mullen, Deion Sanders. Harpon Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram. Give a get a hold of us, listen to us, auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast under the Harp on Sports, The Bar, heading. Also, Harp on Sports YouTube page, The Bar. Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. And of course, harponsports.com. I'm going to have my rivalry predictions coming up here midweek, Wednesday, here on The Bar. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.